Whether you're buying your own home or an investment property, the biggest barrier to entry is getting a home loan. Now in 2022, we've got so much happening, especially with interest rate hikes, you've got lenders going in and increasing their rates. It's important now more than ever that if you are interested in buying property, you need to know how you can get approved or at least have the best chance to go and get approved for a home loan. In this video, I'm gonna share with you some of the hacks that I've learned over the eight years of investing into property, as well as talking to a bunch of brokers and banks. If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name is Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now, before I sort of jump into how we get a home loan, how do we get approved and increase our borrowing capacity? The biggest thing you can do in 2022, and I've been saying this all along, is invest in yourself and your education. Your mindset is what stops you from actually going in and investing. And it's that fear that has stopped so many people over the last couple of years to not invest because we listen to these media headlines and think, oh my God, the world is crashing. Housing market's going down. Stocks are going to collapse. Crypto's going down. Everything is at its worst time. That's when you need to get the logic in. And that's why I encourage you, join the Patreon community. There's a VIP Patreon group. I have live Q and A's every single month. So that goes for about an hour. And you also get access to all the previous Q and A's that we've done for over the last seven months. In addition to that, I also do weekly audio podcast sessions which wraps up the entire market, especially as to what I'm looking at. And I share with you guys exactly what I'm looking at when it comes to crypto and NFTs as well. So there's a link in the description below, definitely join. Now we've already heard whispers of the RBA coming out and increasing interest rates. You've got CBA coming out and predicting that, hey, we're gonna increase the cash rate to about 1%. Mind you, that would be like a 10X move from here because we're at 0.1% cash rate. And they think we could potentially have nine rate hikes if we go up by 0.1 every single time, which I personally don't think is gonna happen. However, this year might have been the year that you said to yourself or you said to your family member, that, hey, I'm gonna purchase a property this year and I don't care what stops me. But you know what can stop you and that's stronger than Superman is APRA and the bank lenders. If they stop you from actually purchasing a property because they can't give you access to loans, that means you sit on the sidelines again, watch property prices go up, inflation kills the dollar and eats into your savings. So let's jump straight into a few hacks that I've learned. And there are a few here that you may not have ever thought about or seen on another YouTube video. So definitely check it out. Number one is pay attention to your spending. This is fairly obvious, but for some people who have never bought before, they don't realize that it's not just like the last couple of weeks before you go into the bank and say, oh, well, like the last couple of weeks, I didn't order Uber Eats, they should approve me for my loan. It's that some banks actually look at three, six, and sometimes even 12 months at your statements. So they could go back in that time and find patterns between what you do, how you do it, and then they come up with a narrative around what you actually spend. There's usually a sheet that they give you and they say, well, what do you think are your expenses monthly uh, across housing, food, groceries, going out, entertainment and things. But then there might be some banks and lenders that actually go through line by line and figure out if you're telling the truth. And based on that spending on your statement is what they go and assess you on. In that time, if you've actually been really lazy and didn't want to cook for like a whole month, you're probably be eating Uber Eats and menu log a lot more than normal. This will significantly affect your borrowing. And this is why it's important on two things. One, knowing how much you spend and why you spend it. But two, also be mindful. If you are preparing to go and get a loan, then start prepping ahead of time. So three to six months is usually a good period of time. Go in there, 
fix up what the banks are gonna actually look at and then go and proceed. Number two, self-employed loans. This is something that there's not enough information about and I know this personally because I had to go through it for years and years. I've been working for myself for over six years and I know that when I've tried to find information around self-employment, self-employed loans and how to get a loan as a business owner, it's always been very difficult. And I think it's more important now to talk about it because we've probably had more people quit their nine to five jobs and you might be one of them. Smash that like button because- Who doesn't like working on a passion business and now you get to go full time, congratulations. But if you are someone that's gone and recently changed over or thinking about changing over, it's very important to pay attention to this, is that when you go from a salaried employee to actually owning your own business or being self-employed, the banks look at your servicing income very differently. If you're a salaried employee, some banks will take one month, some take three months of pay slips and your employment contract. However, if you're self-employed, they may not take your last three months. In fact, some banks require you at least one year financial statements, if not two. So what does that mean? That means basically you need to be operating for at least one year, have those financial statements, your company tax return, and of course your individual tax returns complete before you can actually go in and apply for a loan. So if you're someone that's going, I wanna refinance my home, take out some equity, and I also wanna start up my own company, well, you might be better off staying in your nine to five job, get the advantages of loans and things like that, and then jump ship. Because once you jump, you've probably got at least 12 months before you can go in and borrow again. I wish there was more content around this outside because as we have more people go across into self-employment, they are asking those questions and there's simply not enough information. If you are interested in more content around self-employment, employment, company structures, and how to start a business, definitely leave a comment down below. I'll be sure to go start making some content around that. Number three is term extensions. This is one that I actually had to learn through experience, right? And so what this means is that when you take out a loan, the average home loan is about 30 years, which means effectively, if you go interest plus principal, over 30 years, you'll have paid down the loan, and that's the contract you sign with the bank. But what you can do is that you can go out and refinance your loan. Now, most people go refinance to a lower rate, and they say, yes, happy days. You can actually extend the term of the loan. So let's say you got the loan, say four years ago at 30 year term loan. Now, four years later, you would only have 26 years left. But if you go out and refinance to another 30 year term, that yes means that you're gonna to have to pay this off in another 30 years versus 26. But if you've been on this channel long enough, you know what I feel about when it comes to debt and how to structure this properly to get financial freedom, which is why I'm not concerned by that. If you're actually able to extend that term, it means the rate of repayment actually goes down because now you've got a loan balance that instead of 26 years, you're gonna pay it off in 30 years, which means that improves your cash flow and maybe the difference between you getting approved for a loan or not. Number four is eliminate unnecessary liabilities. Usually people will stop at saying, oh, you know what, get rid of your credit card if it's unused, you know, that affects your borrowing. But it goes beyond that. You've got to look at things like your HEX and also something that gets often overlooked is Afterpay and ZipPay. These services like Afterpay and ZipPay have helped a lot of people, I'm sure, but it's also put a lot of people in distress because you're often spending money you don't have. Now that's like rule 101. I'm pretty sure they teach you that in school as well, which is don't spend money you don't have. And I like to take it a step further is don't spend money on dumb to impress people you don't like. But if you can go and pay out these little things here and there, these little steps actually make a huge difference to your borrowing capacity and could be the difference between you scaling into another investment property or having to stop at just one or two. If you have enjoyed this video so far, I know often you get so intrigued with uh, you know information about finance, you forget to smash that like button. And for some that are new here, there's a red button it's called subscribe. So definitely smash that as well. It helps the YouTube algorithm, goes out to more people that actually need it and we build a community together. Number five is focus on cash flow and income. Traditional investors when it comes to real estate is 
capital growth, buy and never sell. That's pretty much what we've been taught. And then if you wanna add on top of that, it's pretty much buy in blue chip areas, metro cities and whatnot. As you know, from this channel, I talk about everything apart from those things. Not that I'm against it, it's just that I look at it logically and the numbers make sense where I can get capital growth and cash flow. Now, if you have a focus from the beginning that I want to have best of both worlds, which is the cash flow and capital growth, it keeps you in the game longer. So often the term is that the cash flow keeps you in the game, the capital growth gets you out of the game. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing when you're getting out of the game. It means basically you can retire because the capital growth and the appreciation will be a lot more than just simply the cash flow, which is why I don't just go, hey, let's just buy in mining towns, get a heap cash flow, but don't worry about the capital growth. You need both to scale up your portfolio. And that's the same thing I say when it comes to income. If you're in a job that you really enjoy, congratulations, that's fantastic. But if you're looking to increase your borrowing capacity, unfortunately, there's no substitute for actually increasing your income. Now, increasing your income could mean that you increase the income from your investments, like you could earn passive income through your crypto, and you probably didn't know that. There's a video here I'll link where you can actually earn up to 10, 15, 20% a year on your crypto. So definitely go check that video out. But it could mean that you're increasing your rents, but Fundamentally, you wanna be increasing the active investment that you put in, which is your salary job or the business that you're working in. This is something that people need to focus on. There's no magic pill. If you're wanting to increase your debt levels, you need to increase your income ongoing. Number six is side hustle incomes. Often what I've seen is people that start up Pokemon shops or you know they wanna sell online or they have a YouTube channel. They don't structure themselves the right way. If you really structure yourself properly, you can use that income as part of your servicing as well. Now to give you an idea, it doesn't really matter how small you actually are because even a $10,000 profit in a year might be a small little passion business you run on the side and you've gone, hey, I don't think of this as a company, like who cares? But that $10,000 profit can actually increase your borrowing capacity up to about seventy dollars to $80,000. Now that could be the difference between you buying a property for 500K versus 560K. It gets you into a whole different market and allows you to keep growing this machine. This machine I always talk about, at some point the machine's gonna love you back and give you back passive income. That's what we're trying to do here, is replace our active income with the passive income. Not because we hate our jobs and hate our lives, it's more so to give us choice because there's gonna be times in your life where you can't predict what happens next, whether it's a health concern, whether it's family, or whether it's the fact that you've just gotten over working for someone else. This is why we go and create the machine early on. If you're in your 20s, your 30s and 40s, it's awesome that you're here and I really urge you to go out there, create the side hustles because increasing your income means unlimited potential versus just going, I'm just gonna continue saving what I make. It's a defensive mindset versus an offensive mindset. It's the same sort of thing I've been doing for the last couple of years. When I was DJing and promoting at nightclubs, I always knew every single dollar I earned had a multiplier effect on my borrowing capacity. That borrowing capacity allows me to build my machine and it just multiplies over and over again because the eighth wonder of the world, which is so beautiful, often gets overlooked is compounding interest. Growing the machine, growing your assets, that's the game here. If you have enjoyed this video, definitely drop a like and drop me a comment if there's something that you've done as part of your journey to actually go and increase your borrowing capacity. I'm sure it'll help the rest of the community out here. Thank you so much for watching. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.